The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. Peyton Cole, skip pass over the right side, Eckhout for another three, it's good. Three for three from downtown and the leading scorer in the history of Amherst. Braden Eckhout has hit a couple of early three-pointers. Today, it's live coverage of the boys' C2 State Tournament in Lincoln, featuring the undefeated Amherst Broncos. High School Basketball and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. It's up, it is bouncing around no good, and holding that out will grab his sixth rebound. Quickly to Taubenheim, three on four, but Adelung's open in the corner, and his three is good. Now back-to-back -back threes for Amherst. After falling in the first round of the D1 tournament last year, the Broncos are back with a vengeance. Amherst has not dropped the game this season, but needs another win today to reach their ultimate goal. It's Amherst Broncos State Tournament action coming up next. But first in your TXC pregame show, we'll take you live to Lincoln with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from Ed Johnson Gymnasium at Lincoln Northeast High School. It is time for continuing coverage of the boys' C2 State Basketball Tournament as we bring you the quarterfinal matchup between two of the higher-scoring teams that are here, the Amherst Broncos and the Bulldogs of Ainsworth. With our producer-engineer, Caleb Henry, I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you along with us. It is a capacity crowd here at Ed Johnson Gymnasium. The previous game saw Hastings St. Cecilia use an 11-2 run to start the fourth quarter and finally pull away from Battle Creek, 48-36. Also in the 2 o'clock games, Adams Central picks up their first ever state tournament win, downing North Bend, 53-43. Earlier today, the 9 a.m. games did not go the way of our local teams as Meade beat Giltner, 66-35, and Walt Hill eliminated Axtell. 75 to 56. Also at this time, on our sister station, the Breeze 94.5, Kennesaw is taking on Nebraska City Lords. The winner of that game will play High Plains tomorrow morning at 10:45. If it's Kennesaw, you'll hear the game right here on Classic Hits. Kennesaw and High Plains would be at 10:45. High Plains beating Dundee County Stratton, 58 to 44. Other winners today in A, Omaha South over Millard West, 64-36. In B, Scott beat Bennington, 67-55. And Gretna over York, 54-41. In C1, Bishop Newman over Louisville, 63-23. O'Neill over Pierce, 49-35. Adam Central over North Bend, 53-43. Gothenburg and Columbus Scotus just tipping off. And in D1, it was BDS over Archbishop Bergen, 52-35. Also, Parkview Christian beat Ann Selma in D2. 63 to 39. We'll be back with the starting lineups as you're listening to the new Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits. Farming is a way of life here, and today's farmer has a feel for the land, a knowing touch that shows in the riches of the harvest. And farmers know CHS Agronomy Department is who they can trust and count on. Your CHS Agronomy Department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and soil samples. CHS Agri Service Center is right there where you are. That means you know the people, and they are giving back in your communities. 
CHS Agri-Service Center, people and resources you can count on always, and always here at chsagri.com. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Let's take a look at the starting lineups for today's C2 quarterfinal. Amherst looking for their first state tournament win since 1987. The starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. The visitors today will be the sixth seed Ainsworth. They're ranked seventh in the state. They'll go with number zero, a six-foot sophomore guard, Peyton Allen, averages eight points and three rebounds a game. Number 10 is a six-foot, three-inch senior, Austin Harthorn. He is going to score you about eight points a game and gets nearly nine and a half rebounds. Number 23 is a six-foot-two-inch senior, Brady Delamont, the all-time leading three-point career shooter with 317 made threes in his career. He averages 27 and a half points a game and four rebounds. Number 33 is a six-foot-seven-inch senior, Luke McLeod, 11 and a half points and nearly eight rebounds a game. And number 43, six-foot senior Ben Allen, averages four and a half and four rebounds. The head coach is Brian Delamont and Harlan Welch, assisted by Troy Broadbeck. Ainsworth is 17 and six on the season. They were upset in the first round of sub-districts in overtime by Clearwater Orchard, 63 to 59, who then was beaten at the buzzer by West Holt, and West Holt will play Winnebago later tonight. So Ainsworth here on the wild card. For Amherst, it's the same lineup as we've had since the return of Ty Hadwiger. Number 10 is a 5'9 junior Trevor Adelung. 16 points and gets about two rebounds a game. Number 14, 6'1 sophomore Holden Eckout. 14 points, nearly seven boards a game. Number 20, 5'11 senior Trey Tobenheim. Nine points, three rebounds a game. The leading scorer in the history of Amherst High School is Braden Eckout. Number 24, a six-foot senior. He averages 17 and a half points and four rebounds a game. At number 34, the 6'2 senior Ty Hadwiger, nearly nine points and four and a half rebounds a game. The head coach at Amherst is Bill Giffen, assisted by Les Adelung, John Klosterman, and Eric Rippon. They are a perfect 26-0 on the season, beating Arcadia Loop City and Southern Valley in the sub-district. Southern Valley's here on a wild card and defeating Bridgeport in the district final. This is their eighth trip to state, only the second since 1987, only the third since 1962 out of the Fort Kearney Conference. So those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll tip it off. Amherst and Ainsworth right after this. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. 
save money, and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. You know Motor Car Engineering for dependable quality repairs. And now you can count on dependable quality cars, pickups, and minivans from Motor Car Engineering Auto Sales. As little as $400 down gets you behind the wheel of your choice of 20 to 30 vehicles on hand. When you need new wheels, you don't need to wait. Buy here, pay here, or ask about easy financing. Open Monday through Friday and Saturdays by appointment. The friendly folks who take care of your car and now your car buying needs. Motor Car Engineering, 4th and Eddie in Grand Island. Well, we're glad to have you along with us. As always, many thanks to our many fine sponsors, including our pregame sponsor, as you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. Contact the New Tech Seed dealer near you for all of your seed needs. They're proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Of course, you can always hear our games live here on the radio and streaming online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit today. Amherst will be wearing the home white and red trim, the opposite for Ainsworth. They wear the red uniforms and the white trim. The Bulldogs will go from left to right, and the Broncos will go from right to left along your radio dial. If Amherst can avoid some early jitters, I think they're going to have a really good chance to get 27 in a row here today. Ainsworth is a team that can run with them. They're going to shoot the basketball. But the key is, can they play good enough defense in this game to hang with the Broncos? No one else has. Broncos are coming off their lowest score output of the entire year in the district final with 58 points against Bridgeport as they average. 77 points per basketball game. Ty Hadwiger will jump it up against Austin Harthorn, the 6'3 senior. The ball's in the air. Ainsworth, Adelung's on the ground. Adelung's actually going to win the wrestle forward here, and so they'll get it quickly underneath. Ball stripped away from Holden Eckout, and a turnover here. Eckout was trying to go up on the right block and had it stolen away. So Ainsworth with a basketball brings it into the front court against the Amherst man-to-man. A three-pointer to start the game is off the mark. Offensive rebound brought down, stuck back up, no good. Third try here for Ainsworth, and they will score. And it's 2 to nothing. Harthorn able to get the offensive board after the first one was missed by McLeod, and Allen couldn't get the three-pointer to go. So it's 2 to nothing here in favor of the Bulldogs. They're going to play man-to-man defense, and a three-pointer holding neck out is on the way. It is no good. Backside rebound goes out of bounds to Ainsworth. And the one thing, if you're Coach Bill Giffen, even if it doesn't get off to a great offensive start, you don't want to fall behind six, eight points and already get those thoughts in your mind. So let's see if the Ainsworth Bulldogs can exactly do that. As Delamont gives it off on the right wing, the jumper on the way by Ben Allen is good. So two early buckets here for Ainsworth, and they're out to a 4-0 head start. Tobenheim brings it into the front court. They want to run. Ainsworth knows it, gives it to Hadwiger in the lane. He drives. He scores. Ty Hadwiger lays it over the front of two defenders, and the first points of the state tournament in 2016 belong to Hadwiger. 
Across the timeline with it, Brady Delamont, the 27-point-per-game score, gets it down low, and McLeod switches hands and hits the baby hook. Ainsworth has scored on their first three possessions. They lead it 6-2. Adelung, crossover dribble on the left wing, gets a two-eckout, drives into the paint, throws up an off-balance jumper, no good. Rebound comes down to Brady Delamont, and a great start here for the Bulldogs. They now have numbers if Delamont would pass it. Instead, he wants to go coast-to-coast. Has it knocked away from behind? Peyton Allen has it to Delamont for three. His first one of the state tournament, though, is no good. The rebound brought down by Holden Eckout. Boy, if Delamont would have passed it, they had a four on two, and they got nothing out of that. Hadwiger backing down McLeod. Fadeaway jumper sitting on the rim. No good. Tries to get his own rebound, but him and Tommenheim fought for it. Ty has it. Kicks it out top. No three. Now Braden off the screen for three. It's an air ball and out of bounds. This is exactly what we are talking about. Don't put any bad vibes or bad thoughts in the heads of these Bulldogs because they've had a few things happen to them in the postseason football, basketball, that haven't worked. They get it down to McLeod, and you can't go one-on-one with Holden Eckout, so he runs him over and gets the foul. Two free throws here for big Luke McLeod, the 6'7 senior. That's the one thing about Ainsworth with four seniors in that starting lineup. And the foul on Holdenack out is the first of the game. So Luke McLeod to the line to shoot two, and he'll hit the first one. 7-2 Ainsworth. The winner gets Hastings St. Cecilia tomorrow night at 7 o'clock at the Sports Center. Second free throw. McLeod got them both. In fact, they didn't call it on Holdenack out. They called it on Ty Hadwiger. And so Hadwiger gets the foul. It's 8-2 Ainsworth. And a turnover here for Amherst, and Coach Giffen calling the timeout. He's got to get his boys mentally into the game. Timeout on the floor with 5.35 to go here in the first quarter. Ainsworth 8, Amherst 2 on Classic Hits. Now's the time to get in touch with Craig Weegis, your pioneer sales professional, to learn about the early pay savings program options. There's still time to choose from two payment periods, each with its own level of savings. Whichever you select, you'll get the financial rewards of using industry-leading products and technologies. Act before November 20th to take advantage of the 10% cash discount from DuPont Pioneer. For more information, contact your local pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth here at Ed Johnson Gym at Lincoln Northeast. Ainsworth is off to the start they wanted. Bulldogs lead it 8-2. And they have the basketball. And on the inbound, a foul on Ty Hadwiger trying to fight off a screen on the press. And so he's got to come out. And Peyton Call, who started the first month of the season during the Hadwiger injury, will be forced to come in. So two fouls on Hadwiger with 5.33 to go here in the first quarter. McLeod wide open at the other end, but Ainsworth can't handle the basketball and turns it over, trying to move a little too quick. They knew he was there and couldn't get the basketball up to him. So the first turnover for the Bulldogs, and here comes Trevor Adelon. He's going to take it down the right elbow, and then a circus shot, a playground shot. It's no good. Peyton Allen will get the rebound for Ainsworth. Off to Delamont. Delamont coast to coast on Eckout. Eckout fouls him, and he'll go to the line and shoot two. And Amherst may have run into a team that's got a little bit of speed here in Ainsworth. So Braden Eckout with his first and the team's third. Delamont will shoot two free throws. 
And the first one is good. He's got his first point of the state tournament. Averaging 27 a game and a quick start here for Ainsworth. Not that it's surprising they've got the lead, but they've got nine points in less than three minutes and now make it 10. So 10 to two here. Ainsworth leads it by eight. And as we said, you don't want to fall behind six, eight points right out the get-go. You start thinking bad thoughts. Adelung gives it into the paint, back out top to Eckout. Over to Braden from Holden to Tobenheim. Running their offense. Ainsworth clogging it up with the height. Now Braden Eckout drives, has it blocked out of bounds. <coughs> Excuse me, by Luke McLeod. Amherst, that's been one of the things that's been talked about all season long. The lack of the C2 competition they played. There's another block shot for Luke McLeod off the inbounds. And finally, a whistle and a timeout. Hainsworth grabbed the loose ball, and to secure the possession, they'll call the timeout. With 4.41 to go here in the first quarter of play, it is Ainsworth on top of Amherst, 10 to 2. We'll be right back. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. 4.41 to go here in the first quarter of play, and it is Ainsworth on top by a score of 10-2. And they have the basketball with four and a half to go now. Delamont crossover dribble on top, and Heim gets in the lane. The leaner over Eckhout is good. Four points for Brady Delamont. 12-2 Ainsworth with it is going to be Trevor Adelung out on the wing for a three. Holding Eckhout no good. Another one and done as Ben Allen gets the rebound. And up the floor, it'll be finally taken away. Braden Eckout, outlet pass for the layup. Holden will score. And a foul. Holden Eckout, a chance at a three-point play. Breaks the long drought here and gives the Broncos fans who are just bottled up with nervous energy a chance to release some of it right there. The foul on Arston Harthorn. It'll be the first foul of the game on Ainsworth. And Holden Eckout to shoot the free throw, and he'll train it. So three-point play here for Eckout, and it's 12-5 Ainsworth. Four minutes to go here in the first quarter. The press is broke. Ainsworth's got a three-on-two, but Allen will hold it up, get it to Delamont, back to Peyton Allen. Passes on the open three to Delamont, knocked away by Adelung, got it back, and then a foul on Tommenheim. They're trying to double him, and when the ball gets loose, everybody's reaching for it. Trey Tommenheim with his first, and the fourth team foul here on Amherst. 3.52 to go in the first quarter. 12-5 Ainsworth. Delamont running into Tobenheim, then gets by him, drives the glass, right baseline, no good. Tipping it out, holding Eck out. On the run, three on two to Braden. Braden takes it to the rack and scores. That's what Amherst wants to get done. Finally got a run out there, and it's 12-7. Five straight here for the Broncos to cut that lead in half. Down low to McLeod, holding Eck out, knocked it away, but it goes right to Harthorn, over to Allen for three, no good. Rebound brought down by McLeod. He tries to power it up. There's three guys on him. Eckout blocked it, but right back to him. It's in. Holden Eckout blocked it right back into Luke McLeod's hands. He's got six, 14-7. Quick outlet here for the Broncos. It has all the makings of 140 total points, if not more. 
Peyton call for three. No. It's an air ball brought down by Ben Allen. 0 of 3 from downtown for Amherst. And Ainsworth called for a travel. Good defense by Trevor Adelung. He's got the assignment tonight of taking on Brady Delamont. So Ainsworth now with three turnovers compared to two for Amherst. 14 to 7 Ainsworth, 2.50 to go here in the first quarter at the state tournament. Broncos with the ball up top, Adelung. Dribbles to the left wing, off the screen, Eck out top of the key three. It is off the mark, no good, and we might get a foul on McLeod. He just elbowed Killen in the head, but it's going to be elsewhere. Maybe Killen got the first shot in, and the foul's on Taylor Killen. His first, the team's fifth. Or is it on Peyton Call? No, Peyton Call gets called for it. So 2.40 to go here in the first quarter. Ainsworth out to a 14-7 lead. Delamont working on Adelung. Stops at the left elbow. Kicks it back out to Jaden Philbin, who's checked in. Philbin back to Delamont at the top of the key. Right elbow, two dribbles, and gives it to McLeod. Back up top to Philbin. Kicks it out. McLeod for three. It's off the front of the iron. No good. And Peyton Call will get the rebound. Still nobody's drained the long-range jumper yet. Eckout going to go coast to coast. Left-hand scoop shot. Delamont with the defense, and it's no good. Rebound brought down by Ben Allen to the other end. The layup on the outlet is good to Harthorn, and they're playing a team that is very similar to them. 16-7, Amherst down by nine. On the left wing with it is Eckout. A dangerous first-round matchup, and it's proving that way right now for the Broncos. Killing over to Holden Eckout. A long three for Holden. They cannot buy one. Rebound to Delamont. Another one and done. And a whistle on a steal attempt and another foul on Amherst. The Broncos are just running into a team unlike what they've seen before. They've had a couple competitive teams, but most of their competitive games have been ones that have tried to slow it down and play more defense. Now the foul on Taylor Killen, his first. Six fouls on Amherst, one on Ainsworth in the first quarter. Up the floor with it is going to be Jaden Philbin. Finds Delamont. Guarded by Tommenheim now. Off the screen, can't get the three away. Get it down on the block to McLeod. Turn around, jumper high off the glass, no good. Offensive rebound, Allen unguarded scores. And the rebounding becoming an issue. It's an 11-point lead for Ainsworth. So as soon as he got cut to five, we're back up to 11. Tommenheim rushes down, and he's fouled. Looks like maybe before he can get a shot away. Ben Allen will get the first foul for him, just the second foul on Ainsworth. 1-17 to go first quarter. Ainsworth in control, 18-7 over undefeated Amherst. Eckhout fakes the three, drives, elevates over the rim, and finger rolls it in. Second bucket for Braden Eckhout, 18-9. Amherst knows that they are now in a war, and how will their depth handle this later on in the game? Adelung tipped it away from Delmont, but couldn't quite come up with it. Now McLeod stepped out of bounds, trying to get the basketball back. Ben Allen, excuse me, fourth turnover for Ainsworth. 56 seconds to go here in quarter number one. Ainsworth has led the whole way. Locking it up, Tobenheim. Trying to get a little air in their lungs. Tobenheim follows the screener, Eck out. Braden comes all the way through, can't lose Delamont. He doesn't even have the ball. Now they give it to Eck out between the circles, 40 seconds. Back out to Tobenheim. Trying to get something set up here. No need to play for the last shot. They'll get it on the low block. Holden Eckout with the left hand around Allen and scores. 
Five points now for Holden Eckout. 18 to 11 Ainsworth, and now they do want to play for the last shot. Delamont will walk it up. One of the brothers, one of the coach's sons, guarded by Adelung, 18 seconds. Started to drive, backs it up. He wants all of Adelung that he can get. Drive underneath, they left Allen alone, and he gets the layup. Great pass. Ben Allen scores, still six seconds to go. Amherst up the floor, Tobenheim out to hold an eck out, wide open three at the gun is good. That's a big bucket there for Amherst to get a little something going into the second quarter of play. It's the only three-pointer for either team in the first quarter. Eck out with eight in the first quarter and after one. It's Ainsworth 20 and Amherst 14. I grew up in India and then did residency in three different countries. I've always wanted to be a doctor and then while I was in medical school, I saw this 25-year-old woman with two little children diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was a life-shattering experience for her and her entire family. Then helping her get through it, that was very challenging and fulfilling to me. Mary Lanning Hospital has everything to offer bringing the best possible care to the people here in their community. I'm just very happy to be here and to be able to help each and every patient that walks through the door and bring a smile to their faces. I am Shamila Gark, medical oncologist at Morrison Cancer Center. Mary Lining Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. We are here at Lincoln Northeast High School, ready to get the second quarter underway, and it will be Ainsworth basketball with a six-point lead, and Peyton Allen's going to try and fire a three. It rattles around, no good. Offensive rebound by Ben Allen off the glass and in. Eight points and five rebounds here. Ben Allen quickly up the floor. Tobenheim, 22-14. Ainsworth to Braden Eckout. Has to put up another tough scoop shot. No good. Ainsworth is too tall. They're getting all the boards right now. Delamont has it tipped around, and he'll grab it. Amherst was out, rebounded 9-4 in the first quarter. Now there's Adelung, picks the pocket, uncontested layup, and he finally got Delamont. Trevor Adelung with his first bucket of the ball game, 22-16 Ainsworth, 45 seconds into the second quarter. Allen at the high post to McLeod, back to Allen. Good spacing here for the Bulldogs against the man-to-man defense. Of the Broncos of Amherst. McLeod, a deep three all the way around and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Holden Eckout. Ainsworth is 0 of 6 from three-point land. Here's Holden for a pull-up three, but that's off the iron. No good. Rebound saved in by Peyton Allen, his second. Amherst is 1 of 7 from three-point land. And... 0 of 6 for Ainsworth. There's another steal by Adelung. Adelung up ahead. Tobenheim uncontested layup is good. Back-to-back steals and run-out layups, and Ainsworth is going to call a timeout. Their lead was up to 11. Amherst has cut it to 4, and the Bronco fans coming to life with 6.32 to go in the second quarter. It's already heart attack time, it seems like. Ainsworth 22, Amherst 18. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. It has been plenty of action here to start our basketball game between Ainsworth and the Amherst Broncos. And with the score 22-18, to 18, Ainsworth will have the basketball. Peyton Allen will get into the right-hand corner. Can't get a three away. Needs a little help. Looks for the cutter. Nothing there. So he'll dribble out of the corner. Up to Ben Allen. Tries to get it down to McLeod. Almost ripped away. He'll force it back out of there to Ben Allen. Delamont finally got a three away. Can't get it to go. Long rebound. Peyton Allen ran it down in front of the Amherst bench. Drives off the glass and scores. Good hustle play by Peyton Allen. 24-18. Ainsworth now Adelon coast to coast. And he's fouled before the shot is swatted away by Luke McLeod. And the foul is going to be on Peyton Allen. His first and the team's third. Just getting you a little bit to the... Numbers these teams put up, Amherst over 76 points a game. They give up 41 as the free throw is up, and it is in by Adelung. And for Ainsworth on the season, they average just under 69 points and give up 49. 24-19, Ainsworth, second free throw, Adelung, no good. Rebound all red, and it'll be Austin Harthorn to grab his second board. 24-19, Ainsworth by five, 5.45 to go second quarter on the right elbow. That'll be Allen out to Delamont, still can't get a three to go. And Amherst has to be thankful for that as Trevor Adelung grabs the long rebound. As they're behind and Ainsworth still hasn't made a three, they're 0 of 8 down to Eckout, left block, left hand is good. That's what you'll love to see if you can get on that block and use the opposite hand. For Holden, it's not his opposite but sometimes you forget that if you're a defender, and now we're going to get a walk on Ainsworth. Ben Allen caught the ball and made too much of a fake. He moved. He'll check out, and checking in will be Matt Kovar. Kovar will check in, and for Kovar, he is a 6'2 senior, just under two points, two and a half rebounds a game. Seven turnovers now for Ainsworth. A three-pointer would actually tie it here. For Amherst, down to Eckout again. Again with the left hand, it's good. A dozen points for Holden Eckout. Amherst has found something that works. They've cut it to one. And the amazing thing is, we got a lot of game here in the first half. Kovar gives it off to Philbin, into the paint. Contested jumper, no good. Rebound gets tipped right back into Philbin's hands. Out to McLeod for three, he got it. Luke McLeod now has nine, and that is the first converted three-pointer in nine attempts for Ainsworth. 27-23 Bulldogs. Braden Eckhout fakes the three on Delamont, drives the double team out to Holden for three. It's no good. 
Rebound falls into the hands of Adelung for three. It's no good. And finally, McLeod will pull down the rebound for Ainsworth. The Delamont coast to coast and a blocking foul. Layup good. The blocking foul called on Peyton Call. His second. He thought he had a really good position down there. And Delamont now with six points. A chance to make it seven. 29-23, so Amherst cuts it to one. And Ainsworth threatening to put six straight back on top of it. Hadwiger, who had two early fouls, finally back into the ball game here for Coach Giffen as the free throw's no good. And Braden Eckout will run down the rebound. Outlet to Hadwiger. He stays outside the arc. Back to Braden. He'll try that three. Barely got there. Rebound tipped into the hands of Matt Kovar. One of ten for Amherst, one of nine for Ainsworth. Not what we expected from three-point land today. Here's Philbin inside Kovar. Turnaround jumper up and in. Matt Kovar posted up on the right block. 31-23, a 7-0 run by Ainsworth after the 11-point lead had been trimmed to one. Adelung to Hadwiger, Ty straight away three, all net. Second bucket for Ty Hadwiger. 31-26, 3.40 to go here in quarter number two. Delamont off to McLeod, off the screen. Holden Eckout's on him, gives it to Philbin. Jaden has it knocked away by Adelung. It goes out of bounds at midcourt. Stays with the Bulldogs. Ainsworth, of course, a magical run with Jesse Carr. They won the state tournament back in 19 or 2007. Then two years ago, they were the runner-up. In 2014, and they're back here again on the wild card and looking really good through the first 12 minutes of the game. Delamont working on Tobenheim. They try to double him. Back out top, Philbin into the paint. A new face into the ball game is Dusty Warden. Now they kick it out for a three-pointer, and Philbin hit it. Jaden Philbin, a guy you wouldn't look to knock down a three-pointer, does. 34-26. And Ainsworth, as good as they're playing on offense, Equally good on defense. They are getting back and not allowing quick transition here from the Broncos. Again, they get it on the block to Holden Eckout. Turnaround jumper is good. Holden is money right now. He is by far the leading scorer for the Broncos. He's got half their points with 14. 34-28, Ainsworth. 2.40 to go here in the second quarter. Delamont does a lot of stepping and he'll score. Brady Delamont now with eight points in the game. And at fast break at the other end, Tobenheim, scoop shot won't go. He'll be fouled. Trey Tobenheim will go to the line for the first time. Boy, Brady Delamont did a lot of ground covering with using his dribble and his two steps down here. And if he can continue to do that, that's going to be tough for Amherst to cover. The foul here is on Jaden Philbin, his first. And the first of two free throws for Tobenheim is no good. Amherst on the year is just a 56% free throw shooting team. They seem to be able to make them in the fourth quarter of the very few close games that they've had. Second free throw now on the way, and it is good. So Tobenheim gets one of two. He's got three points. 36-29. Ainsworth with the lead. I'm not sure that Amherst has trailed at halftime. I I think maybe one time they trailed at halftime. I have to go back to the holiday tournament as they try to lob it into McLeod. There's Holden Eckout with the steal. Eckout into the front court. They get it to Hadwiger. Back to Holden. Open three. It's good. Holden Eckout 
Don't take that young man out. He is on fire, 36-32. The scoring continues with two minutes to go in the half. Delamont kicks it over on the right wing. Looking for another three. McLeod answers the 6'7 senior, and that's three straight threes for Ainsworth. Now trying to run it out. Tobenheim scoop shot. He'll answer. Trey was able to beat him back that time. 39-34. 140 to go here in the first half. The Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. Delamont dribbled it off his foot and out of bounds. That is the fifth turnover of the quarter and ninth in the game for Ainsworth. Amherst only has two, and those were both back in the first quarter of play. It is standing room only here at Johnson Gymnasium at Lincoln Northeast. Everything that the fans wanted, especially on the Ainsworth side, 90 seconds before halftime, 39-34 Bulldogs. Amherst has yet to lead. Adelong on the right elbow. They'll get it to Hadwiger. Bounce pass down low to hold an eck out. Barely could contain getting the ball in as it was tipped. They'll throw it back out to midcourt to Tom and Hyman. Reset with a minute 10 to go here in the half. He'll spread it out, drive, kick it out on the wing. But the pass was off the mark. Hadwiger had to go get it to Adelung. On the block to Eck out. Fakes right, goes left, and scores again. If they have to start doubling, holding Eck out, that will open up something huge here for Amherst. 39-36, but can the Broncos get a stop? 45 seconds to go. Delamont off the screen for the three. It's way off, but an offensive rebound is blocked out of bounds by Ty Hadwiger. Ben Allen got the board and then had it blocked out of bounds by Hadwiger. And it'll be Ainsworth ball underneath their own hoop. 43 seconds to go in the quarter. 39-36 Bulldogs. They're looking to get Delamont another three. They do, and he finally hits one. Brady Delamont with the 318th three-pointer of his career. 42-36, Tom and Hyde. Guarded here by McLeod, off to Hadwiger. He gets doubled, back out to Trey. Good switch to Adelung for three. Again, way off the mark. And the rebound will be grabbed here by Luke McLeod. And Ainsworth can play for the last shot and guarantee themselves the halftime lead. What a half of basketball. How did they lose in the sub-districts? They couldn't have played anything close to this. Delamont working against Adelung, trying to shake him here. Six seconds. Has the ball stolen away. Tobenheim, can they get a shot away? Yes, Adelung drives. Layup, good, and we go to halftime. Holdenek out, hit a three at the end of the first, and Trevor Adelung hits a layup at the end of the second, and so all is not lost. But Amherst, a very different feeling as they go into the halftime locker room, trailing here at the state tournament despite scoring 38 points in the first half right on their season average. It is Ainsworth, 42, and Amherst, 38. This is the Boys State High School Basketball Tournament on Classic Hits. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We anticipate a chat with St. Cecilia Boys Coach Kevin Asher. Score updates and more after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity 
and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. I heard you don't like that. <laughs> Welcome back to Lincoln Northeast High School, where it is time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Say your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. It is Ainsworth 42 and Amherst 38 here at the half. And we'll look at all the numbers in a moment right now, though. Let's update you on the other games that are going on at the state tournament in this session. And in Class A at the half, Papillion La Vista leads Lincoln Northeast 25-17. to 17. On our sister station, the Breeze, 94.5, Kennesaw and Nebraska City Lords tied at 19, and Columbus, Scotus, and Gothenburg are tied at halftime, 24 all. Well, earlier today, it took a little while for the run to come, but it did come for Hastings Saints. They started the fourth quarter on an 11-2 run and pulled away to beat Battle Creek, 48-36, a team they beat in last year's state semifinals. And we're joined by head coach Kevin Asher and you said this was the type of team that could uh, play with you for a little while. Did they play with you a little longer than you expected? Well, they did, and uh, you know, credit their kids. They're big, strong, athletic. They're not afraid of physicality, and, and I thought our kids did uh, a lot of not moving the ball real well offensively, but we were getting the ball inside early, missed some easy shots, which, you know, that's just being too quick inside, not being patient once you get the ball. And you got to get some separation once you get to the free throw line. And, you know, when you miss 14 free throws throughout a basketball game, maybe you hit seven of those somewhere within the game, and the game is up to that double-digit lead instead of hanging around that 5-6 mark all the time. I looked down at halftime. I guess I was a little surprised how the points were coming because your post had done such a good job defensively, but really none of that turned into offense. And uh, Brooks and Dayton and... Of course, with only 24 points at the half, they kind of led you at halftime from the guard position. Yeah, they did, and uh, we've got to be better inside. I mean, they, they, I thought we had some really good post touches. Our guys, maybe a little early when our offense, weren't necessarily getting some screening action to go, and then they were doing a good job of doubleness, and, and uh, you know, we just got to do a better job of finishing, and then, then when you do get to the line, you got to knock them down, and we will tomorrow. I mean, those free throws are such a mystery to me, but, uh, you know, we've shot really good here in the la last month, but, you know, that's a state tournament atmosphere, and uh, hopefully, you know, in a different venue tomorrow, you play, shoot a little better. Coaches are always worried, but your defense was so good, it never did seem that Battle Creek was going to put together a run, and they never did. Well, they, uh, they've got a couple weapons, and you really got to limit late, and you got to make sure that nobody else is getting anything cheap. But I thought, you know, we did a great job on him throughout the game, just making him really work. They got a couple guys that are really offensive-minded, number two and 20, and uh, we never let them really get going. And I think them being in some foul trouble throughout the game really hurt them. You know, they had three guys who really uh, were just non-factors. Talking with Kevin Asher, the head boys basketball coach at St. Cecilia after their 48-36 win over Battle Creek. Brooks had 18 points, 9 for Dayton Seeley, and then balanced after that, 
but just talk about Boyden Kitten's defense a little bit more. Well, you can see they protect the rim pretty well for us to get out and guard people, and, and then they can go out in the perimeter and guard too. That's one thing we really like about their versatility is you put a 6-6-6-5 kid that can switch a screen if they need to. Uh, they did a pretty good job of staying out of foul trouble throughout the night, um, and Anytime you can put that much athleticism in a stance and that they, they aren't going to tire out or anything on you, they're just going to keep playing hard. All right, let's get to the money. What do you think of this first half? Wow, my eyes are tired. Going left, right, right, left, right, left. I, I mean, this is a pace, uh, you know, that you really like. You'd like to see your team sometimes get to. I, we really want to play fast, but we, we definitely don't play this fast. And they, they, these teams are really, really something offensively they just do a great job of uh not being shy about taking any shot at any time and uh you know then the thing is is those shots are long so you got to rebound and there's been a lot of loose ball tip out rebounds and stuff like that it's it's a pace that you know it's in a very entertaining and uh hopefully we don't get totally caught up in that if we play whoever we play tomorrow well give me your thoughts a little bit on each team everybody's been waiting for this amherst and hastings saint cecilia thing since we knew that they were going to drop to Class C2. Some thought that maybe you'd be in the same district. It didn't work out that way, which is good. Yeah, uh, but, but, And then if Winnebago gets to the finals, you're going to get a couple of teams, no matter who wins here and if they get there, if, uh, that, that aren't going to play really your style of basketball. No, they're not. Uh, it's it's a little faster paced and, uh, you know, nothing, nothing wrong with it. It's just the fact that, uh, you know, they're going to shoot early in a shot clock, so to say, and we're going to make sure that we work on the ball around trying to get it into a big and, and working off our bigs. But, uh, you know, say Ainsworth, for example, they would come out on top here. They've got Delamont, which is very similar to Laid, a uh, very, very explosive player who you almost always have to have a spy on him, you know, just doing a good job on him. Uh, McLeod's been really good inside for him. The first quarter he posted up, had a really good first quarter, but then look, he comes out and hits two threes in the second quarter or whatever he had. So very, very difficult team to guard. Uh, then you come back to Amherst, and Amherst is about the same way. I mean, they, but they've got five guys. I mean, they really are. I mean, if uh, Ainsworth can figure out how to stop Eck out down low, uh, the younger Eck out, that'll be a huge key because of the fact that you know, he's hurt him on the block, but then he also steps out and shoots a three. But, uh, you know, they're a very well-balanced team, and they've got weapons at every spot that you have to really have to guard. So uh, it's going to be an interesting second half. Would, will, will you be able to play at this kind of pace? Do you have the magic potion to make sure that the game tomorrow is not paid at, played at quite this pace? Uh, you know, that's a good question. Um, sometimes I think our kids, maybe we hold them back a little bit. Um, you know, we've really only, I think, a couple times been over 70 points, maybe once or so over 80. And, uh, you know, the thing about this is, is, okay, what type of defense is Amherst or Ainsworth going to run against us? Because sometimes, you know, maybe they aren't as stiff defensively, so we're going to get some shots and we're going to score. And, you know, it's a situation where you kind of look at these games out throughout the season and you go, okay, you know, Elkhorn was a free-playing basketball team very similar to this and we put up 80 on them and uh you know so your defense has really still got to be your key you got to lock them down and make them make five six passes and make sure that they're you know their first options are really really difficult all right kevin congratulations on the win today best of luck tomorrow all right thanks for the coverage Doug. That's appreciate Kev it that's kevin asher head coach saint cecilia we'll be back with a look at the first half numbers as ainsworth leads at 48 32 over amherst here on classic hits 
Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust when it comes to new construction. Building a home is one of the most exciting and overwhelming times in your life with so many decisions. Make the decision of your heating, electrical, and plumbing contractor an easy one. One contractor for all three trades eliminates delays in construction. Plus, our qualified technicians deliver the best from start to finish. Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. With locations in Kearney and Holdridge and on the web at andersonbros.com. Amherst has only trailed once at the half, as we thought it might have been against Kearney Catholic. Our producer, Caleb Henry, confirming that it was 30-27 to Kearney Catholic in the Holiday Tournament Championship game. Right now for Ainsworth, I've got Peyton Allen with two points, three rebounds. Austin Harthorn, four points, two rebounds. Matt Kovar, two points and a rebound. Jaden Philbin, three points and a rebound. Brady Delamont has 11 points, three rebounds. Luke McLeod... 12 points to lead the way, three rebounds and two blocks, and Ben Allen, eight points and six rebounds. So right now for Ainsworth, they have 42 points, 19 rebounds, four out of five at the free throw line, four of 13 from three-point land, two blocks, 10 turnovers, no one with multiple fouls. For the Amherst Broncos, 14 points in the first quarter, 24 in the second. Trevor Adelung has five points, Holden Eckhout has 19 points, three rebounds, and a block. By the way, Adelung, two rebounds. Trey Tommenheim, five points. Braden Eckhout, four points and a rebound. Peyton Call, a rebound. Ty Hadwiger, five points, one rebound, and one blocked shot. Amherst is getting dominated on the boards 19-8 to unofficially. 38 points, eight rebounds at the free throw line, three out of five from three-point land. I have the Broncos three out of 13, two block shots and two turnovers. Foul situation for Amherst. Peyton Call and Ty Hadwiger each have two. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm home or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. It's Ainsworth 42, Amherst 38. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Time for the seeds to success of the second half. Brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weeches. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Science with service delivering success. Amherst will get the ball to start the third quarter. Eck out off the screen for three, but it's no good. And the rebound brought down by Peyton Allen. For Amherst, I think the bottom line is don't force the issue. As Allen is at three at the other end, it's no good. Ball is tipped around, headed out of bounds off the Bulldogs. So both teams miss a three to start the second half. Amherst cannot panic. When they were behind to Kearney Catholic, they scored 20 in the third and were able to win that basketball game. 
here. Ainsworth, they're going to have to hit a few more of those threes, I think. They've shot a lot. They're just 4 of 13. They're usually way better than that. Holding that count to Ty Hadwiger for three. Ty, no good. Rebound comes out into the corner and trapped in the corner as Ainsworth, they throw it away. Allen had it. He thought he could get it to Delamont, but just threw it over his head and out of bounds. 11 turnovers for Ainsworth. Amherst still with just those two. They're going to have to keep that going. So Ainsworth, the three-pointers and using that depth, and Amherst don't panic because they fought their way back from 11 down. They're still down by four. Trevor Adelung into the paint, goes with a left-hand runner, but it won't fall. They've missed a few of those. You can't call those seeds to success because like, some of them just have to fall. If they don't, it's going to be rough for Amherst. The rebound brought down by Ben Allen. He's got seven. Delamont against Adelung with the left-hand dribble. Gets it down to the block. There's McLeod. Wide open layup. Good. Luke has the first bucket of the second half. 44-38. It'll be interesting if Amherst can grab the lead, how everyone will react to that. We know how the fans will react, but how the players and coaches react. Hold a neck out. Brings it over to the right elbow. Back to Braden. Pull up jumper from 16. It's good. Braden's got to get going, too. That's six points for him. He averages 17. And for Delamont, he averages 27, and he's almost halfway there with 11. Peyton Allen, he'll try a three over Hadwiger. Didn't hit anything but glass. And Holden Eckout will get the rebound. He'll give it off to Taubenheim. Train will dribble into the front court, working on Allen. And Allen reached in. That's a good crossover. You can kind of see Taubenheim almost setting Peyton Allen up. That'll be his second. First of the half here on Ainsworth. 44-40, Ainsworth with the lead. They've held it the entire way. Lead has been as much as 11. Inbounds almost stolen away, and then instead of the steal, Austin Harthorn will get the foul. I'm not sure how Austin didn't get the steal. I think when he lunged after it, he just kind of stubbed his toe, which put him off balance because that was not the best pass in the world for the Broncos. And they may have caught a break. Instead of a steal and a layup, it's a foul. So Philbin now comes in. And Braden Eckout looks underneath, but nothing there. The inbound from half court will just simply be thrown in to Adelung. Adelung between the circles. Kind of directing traffic. Delamont covering Braden Eckout. What a great matchup of all staters there. Dribbling the baseline. Adelung comes all the way through. His left-hand reverse layup, though, is no good. And Harthorn will get his third rebound. Needs some help. Finally, Delamont has it. Now Adelung stolen away underneath the hoop. He'll score, and he'll be fouled by Delamont. Adelung couldn't get anything away from Delamont in the first 10 minutes. Now that's the third or fourth steal. And a chance to cut it to a one-point game. Huge play by Trevor Adelung. And I'll tell you what, how much wind will these guys have in the fourth quarter? They are a lot of tired boys already. And then the winner has to get St. Cecilia. The free throw is good. Off the first foul of the game for Delamont. And a three-point play by Trevor Adelung. He has eight. 44-43, the lead down to one for the second time since the end of the first quarter. Ainsworth, Delamont wanted to get a three away. They called him for a walk, and then he made the three after he walked. And dad and head coach had some stern words for him. And Amherst now a chance to take the lead for just the second time in the game because when we started, they had the opening possession. Adelung clears it out, drives, bounce pass, it was for Tobenheim. He thought it was for somebody else, and he let it go. Just the third turnover of the game for Amherst. 44-43, Ainsworth, five and a half to go, third quarter on KKPR-FM. 
Kearney, Amherst, Riverdale, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Delamont doubled up top. Handed off to Philbin. Philbin drives. Left-hand runner in the paint from seven. No good. Holden Eck out with the rebound and a quick outlet, but the numbers aren't there. Adelung didn't quite get it cleanly to Tobenheim. Now the lane's open. Trey drives, scores, and Amherst has their first lead. 45-44, and the Amherst fans are on their feet. How will Ainsworth respond? Delamont underneath. Oh, McLeod's wide open to Ben Allen. Ben Allen will lay it up and in. Actually, they were all open after they double-teamed Delamont. 46-45. Ainsworth back on top by one. Now Eck out for a top of the key three, but it's short. He's way off on his threes today. He just hasn't been able to get into a rhythm. If he gets in a rhythm, look out Ainsworth. Delamont fouled by Adela. That'll be the first foul of the game, which is amazing on Trevor Adelung, the way that these two have went after each other. Delamont and Adelung each have just one foul. 46-45 Ainsworth, four and a half to go third quarter. Ainsworth ball underneath their own hoop. They'll lob it out to Philbin into the corner to McLeod underneath Allen. Then the shot blocked. Oh, a late whistle and a foul as Austin Harthorn got free on the backside. I thought Tobenheim was going to get out of there with it, but they say no. The foul on Trey will be his second. And at the line to shoot two will be Austin Harthorn. He has yet to go to the line. Ainsworth, four of five at the line. Four of six for Amherst. So for as up and down as we've been, haven't been a lot of free throws. And the first one is no good. Now Peyton Call will come in, and they'll give Adelung a breather for as much as they can. And he's actually going to go talk to the trainer, Scott Kratzer. Second free throw, no good. Rebound, Ty Hadwiger. Hadwiger will bring the ball up the floor, give it off to Eckout. He switches hands. I don't know if Delamont got a hand on it, but it's no good. Peyton Call will run it down, though. Underneath, Peyton's open. He'll get the layup on a great assist from Trey Tobenheim. Peyton Call got lost in the traffic. He's got his first bucket of the game. Amherst 47, Ainsworth 46. Four minutes to go, third quarter of play. Delamont works his way left side of the key, kicks it into the corner, back up top, Philman. Try to force it inside. The ball knocked away. Getting the hand on it. Holden Eck out. Another Ainsworth turnover. Up the floor to Braden to Ty. Ty jump stop over Allen. Spins out. No good. Ben Allen with his eighth rebound. This young man has played very solid basketball. Ten points, eight boards for the Bulldogs. 47-46. Amherst, they clear it out for Delamont. Spins at the high post. Kicks it over to Philbin for three, and it's good. Jaden Philbin gets his second three-point bucket. 49-47 49-47 Ainsworth. Tobenheim top of the key. Left elbow. Drives the key. Nobody stops him on the double. He'll scoop it and score. Trey Tobenheim laid it up and in. We are tied at 49. 3-10 to go. Third quarter. Now they get it to McLeod. He's doubled. Hadwork tried to knock it away. Had to kick it back out. Delamont drives right elbow. Back to Philbin. Same place for three, but not this time. And there's a fight for it. It ends up in the hands of McLeod, who dishes to Allen, who will score. Two of the Amherst Broncos ran into each other, and that allowed pretty much a 3-on-0 for Ainsworth. Now Holdenek out for three. Missed it. Peyton Call tips it out to himself. He'll get the offensive board back into the paint to Eckout. This time Holden will score. His first points of the third quarter, and a game-high 21 for Holden Eckout. And a timeout on the floor by Amherst to catch their breath with 2.34 to go in the third quarter of play. It's 51-all, Amherst and Ainsworth in the C2 State Tournament. 
Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. 2.34 to go here in quarter three. The State High School Basketball Tournament is brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. 2.34 to go in the third quarter, 51-51. Delamont and Adelong. It's a one-inch inbounds pass to Delamont, and Adelong was contested it all the way. Brady brings it into the front court. Gets it down to the baseline, open for the short jumper, won't go by Harthorn. Offensive putback, Luke McLeod, just taller than the rest. 16 points for big Luke McLeod. 53-51, Ainsworth. Holding that count, gets a little scoop pass from Tobenheim, way out top to Adelung. Adelung now covered by Harthorn. Delamont is on Braden Eckhout. Off the screen, Braden on the pick and roll, trying to get it to call. He saves it out to Holden for three. It is short, no good. Rebound brought down by Brady Delamont, his fourth. Amherst is 0 of 5 from downtown in the quarter, 3 of 18 in the game. Delamont into the front court. Ainsworth is 1 of 4 in the quarter, 5 of 17. Here's an NBA 3. Delamont is fouled on the 3. Peyton Call, 24 feet away, boxed him out to the ground. And Peyton Call with his third personal foul will send Brady Delamont, who has more made three-pointers in his high school career than anyone in the history of the state of Nebraska. Now he'll go to try and earn it the hard way, and he hits the first one. 54-51, Ainsworth. 1.41 to go, third quarter, second free throw. Bounces around, no good. Earlier today, St. Cecilia, 48-36 winner over Battle Creek. So they'll play the winner of this game tomorrow night at 7 at the Sports Center. Southern Valley, Elmwood, Murdoch are here at Lincoln Northeast at 7. Winnebago West Holt is at 8.45. They've moved that to Southeast to hold the crowd because it's so packed here. Third free throw, Delamont. It is up, and it is good. So he gets two of three and driving in. Tobenheim can't get it to go. Amherst wanted a call, didn't get it. Rebound, Allen. They're on the run to Delamont. Over on the wing, Peyton call, wide open three. And Peyton Allen, excuse me, knocks it down. And another run by the Bulldogs. Seven in a row, 58 to 51. Now Bradenek out for three, needs it, and got it. Bradenek out with his first three-pointer of the game. Five in the quarter, nine in the game. 58-54, Ainsworth. Here's Delamont driving left side of the key, back to the right elbow. Here's Allen, they cannot miss. Ben Allen has 14, 60 in less than three quarters for Ainsworth. Adela tried to cross over off his knee, picks it up, keeps the dribble against the double team, needs some help to Hadwiger. Comes out to the left corner to Adelung, long three for Trevor. It spins out and back in. Trevor Adelung with six in the quarter and 11 in the game. Two big threes on these last two possessions for Amherst. 
60 to 57 Ainsworth. It looks like they'll try and play for the last shot again. But remember, Amherst just scored at the buzzer in the first two quarters. Delamont drives, throws up a tough shot, no good. Hadwiger has the rebound. 22 seconds to Brayton. He's ahead of everybody, but he missed the layup. Holden got the rebound, and he's fouled. That's the open, most open Brayton had been all night, and it ended up catching up with him. But how about Holden Eck out? He is playing out of his mind so far. 21 points, six rebounds, a block, numerous steals. 17 seconds to go. It was the third foul on Austin Harthorn. Fourth foul of the half. Free throw, no good, though, for Holden. Second one coming. Still 17 seconds to go here in quarter number three on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Second free throw, Holden. Got it. And that's 22 for Holden Eckout. 60 to 58, Ainsworth. Adelung continues to pressure Delamont with a left-hand dribble. He's trying to guard with a right hand. Off the screen, Delamont uses his dribble, gets it down to the low block to McLeod. Stuffed by Ty Hadwiger. Hadwiger with the block, and it goes out of bounds off of Hadwiger. So Ainsworth gets another chance here with four seconds to go. They'll take it out underneath their own hoop, trying to add to the lead. Delamont to throw it in. He'll get it to Allen. Back to Delamont off a couple of screens. Fade away three. It is good. What a shot. That's a D1 big boy shot by Brady Delamont. There has been a bucket at the horn of every quarter, and this time it belongs to Ainsworth's Brady Delamont. And after three quarters, a sensational C2 state quarterfinal. Ainsworth 63, Amherst 58 on Classic Hits. Farming is a way of life here, and today's farmer has a feel for the land, a knowing touch that shows in the riches of the harvest. And farmers know CHS Agronomy Department is who they can trust and count on. Your CHS Agronomy Department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and soil samples. CHS Agri-Service Center is right there where you are. That means you know the people, and they are giving back in your communities. CHS Agri-Service Center, people and resources you can count on always, and always here at chsagri.com. Now's the time to get in touch with Craig Weegis, your Pioneer sales professional, to learn about the Early Pay Savings Program options. There's still time to choose from two payment periods, each with its own level of savings. Whichever you select, you'll get the financial rewards of using industry-leading products and technologies. Act before November 20th to take advantage of the 10% cash discount from DuPont Pioneer. For more information, contact your local Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. What a game, but can Amherst find a way? Now the pressure is on. First time they've trailed going into the fourth quarter all year long. Ainsworth gets the ball to start the fourth quarter. They immediately turn it over. Amherst on the run out to Braden Eckhout, and he is fouled by Luke McLeod. Luke got him with the body. The Ainsworth fans know that the shot was blocked, but he was right up on him. And so that foul on Luke will be his first of the game. Fifth foul of the half on Ainsworth. Amherst has been called for three. They're not messing around. Right to Braden Eckhout. The free throw good. Braden now has 10 points. Holden has 22. Adelung 11. Nine for Trey Tobenheim. For Ainsworth, Delamont and McLeod 16. Allen 14. Second free throw also good. So Braden hits them both. Amherst is now 7 of 10 at the line. Ainsworth is 6 of 10. They hustled up the floor to Peyton Allen. Allen tries baseline. Didn't want the shot. Top of the key to McLeod, trying to hand it off to Delamont. Off the screen, Adelung, they lose him. Back to Allen in the corner for three. It is good. Three straight made threes by Ainsworth. 
66-60. They are now 8 of 20 from three-point land, and they've hit four of their last five. Eck out for three. Braden, no good. Rebound, Peyton Allen, his sixth. And now 5 of 21 for Amherst. Delamont up with a left-hand dribble, comes into the paint, dishes it off, layup good. Amherst is tired, folks. Amherst is tired. Ben Allen laid it up and in. And this is the fear all year long. Hadwiger in the paint, kicks it to Tobenheim, down eight, into the corner to Holden, a wide-open three, and it's all net. 25 points for Holden, Eckout. 68-63 Amherst. 6.50 to go in a basketball game. Delamont between the circles. Each team, to my book, has three timeouts remaining. Left-hand corner, and here is a timeout. Going to be used by Ainsworth. It will be a full-length timeout. They will have two remaining. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank could do for you, local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. Ainsworth, 68. Amherst, 63. 643 to go. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seeds? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Out of the timeout, Delamont, another deep three off the inbounds. This time it will not go, and the rebound will be pulled down by Braden Eckout. Eckout, coast to coast, just takes it all the way and scores. Braden found a little fresh legs right there. He really elevated, and he's got four quick ones here in the quarter, 13 in the game. 68-65, and Delamont got pumped and walked with a basketball. He took one extra step, trying to come stop against the double team. 16 turnovers for Ainsworth. Amherst, according to my book, three. 68-65, still the Usera Care moment of the game. Coming up, brought to you by Usera Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Here's a three to tie. Braden Eckout. Braden Eckout has come out on fire here in the fourth quarter. How about this? 68 all, erasing a quick 7-0 deficit. Here's a backdoor lob underneath the Hunter Horn. Harthorn gets it back out top to McLeod. Over to Allen. He'll try a three. It is no good. Braden Eckout wins the battle for the rebound. Amherst can take the lead. Braden brings it up quickly, doesn't have numbers. Over to Hadwiger into the corner, holding a wide open three, but it's short. And the rebound brought down by Peyton Allen, and then a foul on Holden Eckout, trying to get over there and knock it down. And that is the first on Holden, fourth foul of the half. Five fouls on Ainsworth, four on Amherst. The possession arrow belongs to Amherst. And we are tied at 68, still five and a half to go. One of the highest scoring games in state history. Delamont with the three-pointer, no good. Rebound brought down by Ty Hadwiger. 
Up the floor to Adelong. Adelong, they don't get him. He drives. He's fouled. He scores. Adrenaline will take you a long way, and these teams are playing on it right now. 13 for Trevor Adelong. And right now, at 70-68, to 68, the largest lead at any point in the game for Amherst. The foul is on Luke McLeod, his second. And Adelung now, who is two of three at the line, puts the free throw up, and it is good. A three-point lead at 71-68. to 68. It was 68-60. Ainsworth now in a basketball. Out top with it is McLeod. They don't want it there. They get it to Delamont. Five minutes to go. Lost the handle. Got it back over to Peyton Allen. Trying to get it back up top. Needs some help. There comes Delamont, a long three for Brady. It's all net. We're tied at 71. The big man comes up with a big bucket there from way downtown at the other end. Hadwiger on the baseline, pulls up from seven. No good. Good defense by Allen to cut that baseline down. Rebound, Austin Harthorn. 71-71, four and a half to go in the game. Delamont time again. He's got 19 points, but just three threes. Give and go. They get it to McLeod. He's fouled. He scores. Ending up on the ground was Braden Eckout. And right back at you, Ainsworth. The foul is on Holden Eckout. Two quick ones on Holden. And a chance at a three-point play for Luke McLeod, who has 18 points, six rebounds, two blocks. 73-71 Ainsworth. And the free throw on the way and good. Six straight in no time. Here for the Bulldogs, and Ainsworth will call the timeout. They will have just one remaining. 4.28 to go. This is just a quarterfinal, baby. Ainsworth 74, Amherst 71 on Classic Hits and PlantRiverPreps.com. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. You know Motor Car Engineering for dependable quality repairs. And now you can count on dependable quality cars, pickups, and minivans from Motor Car Engineering Auto Sales. As little as $400 down gets you behind the wheel of your choice of 20 to 30 vehicles on hand. When you need new wheels, you don't need to wait. Buy here, pay here, or ask about easy financing. Open Monday through Friday and Saturdays by appointment. The friendly folks who take care of your car and now your car buying needs. Motor Car Engineering, 4th and Eddy in Grand Island. Welcome back to the state tournament here on Classic Hits, brought to you by Glenwood Telephone Company. Internet for when you mean business, it is Amherst ball down three. Adelung to the high post, still with the dribble, double team, knocked away. It's loose, but run down by Tobenheim at midcourt. Over to Braden for the game, tying three. It is no good. Rebound, Ty Hadwiger ends up on the ground, and it bounces into the hands of Harthorn. And here comes Hainsworth. With it is Delamont leading at 74-71. Four minutes to go to McLeod. Outside the arc, high post, Allen. Back out to McLeod, 25 feet away. He'll look to get it to Delamont. Hadwiger, and he is on him. Boy, there's a mismatch. Delamont knows it, too. He wants to clear it out and take it on Ty Hadwiger. Kicks it into the corner, though, once he's doubled to Peyton Allen. Back out top to Luke McLeod. 3.40 to go. Ball knocked away from McLeod. He falls down, and we are going to get a travel on Ainsworth. 
The most points ever scored in a C2 tournament game is 171. Way back in 1997 when Donovan beat Homer 91-80. to We're at 145. Homer's 80 points, the most by a losing team. And we could see that here today. 3.30 to go. Amherst ball down three. Tobenheim has a little room here on a pick and roll. They'll kick it out to Hadwiger. Over to Braden. He'll try another three. Long one. Good. Braden Eck out. Ten in the quarter. 19 in the game. 74-74. to go. One of the greatest games we've ever had a chance to call. It's living up to the building. Delamont with it. Brady off the dribble trying to pick Adelung. Uses the left hand. Nice pass underneath. There's a layup for Harthorn. Amherst is so concerned with Delamont and the switch and the double that Brady's doing a good job of finding the open man. 76-74. Ainsworth led by as many as 11 early in this game. Back up three for Eckow. Brayton got another one. And Amherst is back on top. 77-76. Two and a half to go. Delamont. He wants to answer. Fires it inside. McLeod's there, and before he can get the shot away, we've got a foul, and that will even the team fouls up at six, so no free throws here. And really, McLeod's a good free throw shooter, three of three today. Ty Hadwiger, who had two early, gets his third foul here. Four threes in the quarter. And we've got some contact on the inbounds. No call. Kick it over to the top of the circle. Holding onto the basketball is going to be Delamont. Delamont drives, puts up the jumper in the lane. It rattles out. No good. Out of bounds off Ainsworth. 77-76. Amherst has the ball and a one-point lead. They have three timeouts remaining, according to my book. One for Ainsworth. All fouls are now one and ones. A jump ball goes to Amherst. Amherst will use a timeout with 2.05 to go in a basketball game. 77-76 Amherst. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Be sure to thank the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you some epic sporting activities. We've got it here. Braden Eckout has scored 13 points in this fourth quarter, and they've needed them all. He's got 22 in the game. Two minutes to go. It's 77-76 Amherst. They're running weave. They're slowing it down. They're trying to get a screen and get a layup. Probably not looking at a three-pointer here. Tobenheim off to Braden. Top of the key, minute 40 to go. 
Ainsworth got to be careful not to foul. Then Adelung lost the basketball. Only the fourth turnover of the game. Here comes Delamont, three on two. Brady to the rack. He's fouled, and the shot didn't go. Somehow Delamont missed that layup, but he'll go to the line and shoot two. Delamont so far is four of five at the line, four of six at the line. He has 19. And the foul is on Ty Hadwiger, his fourth. Two free throws for Delamont. The first to tie it is up, and it is good. 77-77, Brady Delamont, his 20th point. And now for the lead for Ainsworth. It's up. It is good. 78-77, Ainsworth by one. Amherst with a basketball a minute, 30 to go in the game. Don't forget the new uh, sports medicine or orthopedic surgery postgame show coming up. Braden out gets free down the lane. The one-hand runner over Allen. No good. Over McLeod. Allen got the rebound. They're trying to tie him up. Should be a jump ball, and they call a foul. Oh, man. Let's hope it's been such a good game. It's been such a good game. First Ainsworth, though, called a timeout, I believe. Okay, that's what they're going to tell us. It should have been a jump ball. And now, of course, Coach Delamont says, no, we didn't. But no matter, that'll be it for Ainsworth. That is their last time out as Luke McLeod got the rebound off of the miss from Eckhout. And so because of the timeout, it'll be Ainsworth ball in the backcourt. 1.14 to go. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with the score Ainsworth 78 and Amherst 77. We're going to go ahead and keep it here. And it's just always up to the officials, isn't it, folks? Some of them... They'll blow that whistle as soon as two hands are on a basketball from different teams. Others, they'll let them fight for it. And that's kind of what happened there. There were three Broncos on top of McLeod, and then he got it over to Delamont, and that's when they called the foul. So Ainsworth out of timeouts. Amherst has two remaining with 1.14 to go in the game, but now Ainsworth with the ball in the lead. And to throw it in will be Austin Harthorn. So far in the fourth quarter, Ainsworth three of three at the line. Full court pressure. They'll get it in to Peyton Allen. He is able to get it over to Delamont and then off the screen, bumping him is Trey Tobenheim. Tobenheim didn't mean to. You don't want to foul 70 feet away from the hoop, at least not with this much time left. But Delamont hustles to the free throw line and stands there with both hands on his knees. That is the third foul on Tobenheim. And a one-and-one one here for Delamont. 78-77 Ainsworth. The free throw is in and out. No good. Rebound goes out of bounds. No, it's saved by Holmanek out. Here comes Amherst up to Tobenheim. Tobenheim into the paint. Kicks it out to Braden. Fakes the three. Drives. He's fouled. No call. Shot up. No good. And falling down with a basketball. Picked up Tobenheim. No call. He'll get the layup. It all worked out for Amherst. Tobenheim picks it up. They're up by one. 79-78. There was all kinds of stuff going on that time down the floor. Delamont with it. They don't have a timeout. A three from the big guy, McLeod. No good. Rebound tipped into the hands of Trey Tobenheim. He tries to get out of there with it. It is Braden Eckout down the floor trying to play keep away. 35 seconds to go. Timeout, Amherst. They didn't want to throw it away. And for the moment, the game is in the Broncos' hands. 32 seconds to go. Amherst has the ball and a 79-78 lead over Ainsworth. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 
At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. With our producer-engineer, Caleb Henry, I'm Doug Duda, back with you at Johnson Gymnasium at Lincoln Northeast. State Tournament Action brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. More than the boys, the fans, everybody involved may need some care after this one. I've been doing this a long time. This is one of the greatest basketball games I have ever seen, state tournament or elsewhere. 32 seconds to go. It is Amherst, 79 Ainsworth 78, and Amherst has the basketball. The winner gets the defending state champ tomorrow night. Holonek out to throw it in. A foul is a one-and-one. Adelung covered. Everybody covered. They'll get it to Adelung. Delamont couldn't get a hand on it. Trevor dribbles. Screen off. They're just trying to play keep away, not looking to score. 25 seconds to go. Ainsworth will have to commit a foul, and Delamont does with 22 seconds to go. So Brady Delamont with his second. Harthorn's the only player for Ainsworth that has three fouls, so they're good in that spot. And now Trevor Adelung will shoot some of the biggest free throws of his life. He is three of four, has 14 points. 22 seconds, the front end of the one and one. The lefty puts it up and in. There's point number 80. 80 to 78 Amherst. But again, unless they get an offensive board, no matter what, Ainsworth's got a chance. The best they can do is take a three-point lead. It's up, and it is in. 81-78. Remember, no timeouts left for Ainsworth into Delamont, and Adelong almost picked his pocket. He's double-teamed. Adelong almost fouled him. 15 seconds to go. Adelong is fouling him. There it is, finally. My goodness. And then Adelong says what, but when they finally blew it, maybe it wasn't a foul, but you had to get Adelong off of Brady Delamont who will go to the line, and he missed that front end of the one-and-one last time. Ninth foul, one-and-one, 13 seconds up, and no good. Rebound, Tommenheim. He is fouled with 12 seconds to go. This might do it. This might do it. Trey Tommenheim. And remember, the biggest lead of the game at any point for Amherst has been three. They make the front end of this one-and-one. They get to four. Amherst doesn't have a, or Ainsworth doesn't have a timeout, so they couldn't stop the clock after a made bucket. It all comes down to Trey Tommenheim. 12 seconds to go. Tommenheim toes the line. The front end of the one and one for Trey is up, and it is no good. Rebound brought down by McLeod. Do they foul and make him shoot it, or will Delamont get a three? Here he comes. Front court wide open. Three for Harthorn. No good. Amherst has survived. I'm telling you what, folks. You don't do any better than this. They got it to Harthorn in the corner. His three was off the mark. The ball did roll out to the three-point line, but Amherst had doubled 
the Ainsworth Bulldog who could only fire it from the hip, and it was about six feet short. Ainsworth led the majority of his basketball game, but Amherst led when the final horn sounded. 159 points, and 81 of them belonged to Amherst. 78 belonged to Ainsworth. When we come back, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We will give you the final stats. We'll update scores from around the state tournament. We hope to have a chance to talk with the head coach of Amherst, Bill Giffen. So it's all coming your way here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, and Riverdale. Play ball! Great feeling and solid hitting start with the right stuff from TM Sporting Goods. Choose from brands like Louisville Slugger, Rip It, Mizuno, and Wilson. All the summer sports are made better with the right apparel and equipment from TM Sporting Goods. Save! Then roll in the expertise provided by Steve Veranall and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods on the Bricks Downtown Connie, a division of Protein Design. Every sport done right. Every farmer knows that maximizing yield is even more critical when prices are low, and this year poses that very situation. The Aurora Cooperative has many products and the services you need to create ideal soil fertility and plant health to optimize your yields. As you plan your spring planting and soil health management, be sure to include R2G products such as Evito and Prolock in your AgPro 924-3 starter and attain an incline from V5 through maturity. The Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. And welcome back to Johnson Gymnasium here at Lincoln Northeast. I hope you enjoyed listening to the game as much as we had calling the game for you here today. It's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Amherst, if you looked at time of the lead in this 32-minute basketball game, couldn't have been more than three minutes, but they held it for the last 40 seconds or last minute and a half, and a couple of missed free throws there by Ainsworth didn't help, but the Broncos able to win this game, a huge fourth quarter for Braden Eckout, a huge game overall for Holden Eckout, who will be the leading scorer, and the outstanding career of Brady Delamont uh, comes to an end here today. We had him with 21 points. He did have four three point, or three three-pointers, which is going to be below his average. He'll have 320 to end his career in all-class career state record. And all I can say is 
Thank goodness Ainsworth got here on a wild card. Amherst would have loved to have any way to move on, but they would have loved to have done it a lot easier. And tomorrow they will play Hastings St. Cecilia at 7 o'clock here on Classic Hits and 1230 KHAS from the Bob Devaney Sports Center. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show, certified and fellowship trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll talk with the head coach right after this. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the dent popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. Custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the dent popper. North of the railroad, First Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show. We'll look at the final stats in uh, just a moment. We do want to give you the other scores of the games in this 345 session. Coming down to the wire, but Nebraska City Lords leads Kennesaw 61-56 on the breeze, 94.5. Papillion La Vista held on in A to beat Lincoln Northeast 44-40. Columbus Scotus, after being tied at the half, beat Gothenburg 58-39 and easily the best game so far of the state tournament, and I said it a couple of times, one of the best games I've ever seen. Amherst 81, Ainsworth 78. Coach Bill Giffen joins us here. and Coach, obviously it's better to win one of the best games ever played than to be on the other end, but you were on the wrong side of the score for a long time here this afternoon. It seemed like forever. It really seemed like forever. We just, uh, we just came out of the box uh, not as up as they were, and... Uh, I didn't say we were flat, but we just, uh, you know, we, we allowed a lot of lot of boards, offensive boards in that first half. That was basically what we were telling them the halftime. And, and uh, just a struggle uh, to get past that and make sure they didn't get get to put backs and what have you. It was, it was just a struggle. And some of our shooters weren't on. Thank goodness Holden was early to keep us in, and, and then some of them got back on track. But it was just a heck of a ball game. It took you a while to find what was working, but obviously getting it down on the block to hold was working, and you knew that there'd be some adjustments at halftime. Just talk about finding that and then what you had to change at halftime. Well, you know, basically the main thing, of course, again, what we talked about was, I mean, we, I think we were down like 12, 14 boards or something at, at half. At, at my uh, my sophomore stats keeper was correct, but... But uh, you know that's 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 pretty darn big, and, and we weren't hitting some of our good shots. You know, our, our shooters weren't were, were a little bit off, and, and mainly we you know, we talk talk defense and rebounding. We had what 38 points at halftime. You can't really fault that, uh, but just the the defensive and, and particularly the rebounding effort. You know, we thought we we were just were not uh, paying good enough attention to make sure we were going and getting the ball. Well, Bill, how much of that was getting Ty Hadwiger in early foul trouble? He's really the, 
I don't want to say he's the only big guy, but you don't have a big guy. Mm -hmm. He is your big guy. Yeah, you know, everybody's got a board. out of When you have a lineup that's 6'2", the tallest starter, everybody's got a rebound. So, uh, you know, it was just a, isn't one guy uh, that that's pulling down the boards. We, you know, we had guys just not going for the ball, just kind of sitting, standing. So you can't do that <clears throat> when you're on the, the biggest, uh, you know, showcase, the podium, whatever, you know, right now, state tournament. Talk about uh, just trying to find a way to defend Brady Delamont and the job that Trevor did today. Well, I think uh, Trevor will wore him down. I really do. I mean, uh, maybe somebody else from their side will uh, dispute that, but I, I think, uh, you know, kind of told where, uh, where uh, Brady missed free throw that game. Uh, he's an 88% free throw shooter. He wasn't the guy that we wanted to, wanted to foul, and uh, we did, but uh, I think it, it kind of wore on down. It was just kind of a battle, a battle of will and conditioning, and I, I thought maybe we were a little bit better shape, although I don't know if we were, you know, spring chickens out there late. It was just one of those type of ball games, but I think that was the, the big thing was just outlasting them. Well, we, we knew, you knew, that without having a lot of close games throughout the year that that was going to be something that you would have to see if you ever got into a position like this. So how did you felt, feel the team did? I mean, Braden out. it took him a while to get hot. When he got hot in the fourth quarter, he really got the crowd back into it. How did you feel your team handled the fourth quarter, the last two minutes, the last minute? Yeah, I thought, you know, except a hiccup or two, I thought we did pretty well. Uh, maybe when we ran the weave a little early, we, we kind of got a little bit impatient and we were, we were asking for layups, uh, but, uh, you know, we kind of went into a crowd to get that. So uh, that maybe was, was ill-advised, but, you know, it's all good experience. But I thought we handled well. And you kind of look, look at the guys, the guys in the eyes and, and you, could, you could say they weren't, they weren't definitely not going out for a fight. And I, I would have been surprised if we had dropped that ball game the way we were, we were looking there in that fourth quarter. I really well, would not a lot is going to be said about defense in a, in a ball game like this. But according to my numbers, Ainsworth's 17 turnovers. You guys had four. Yeah, well, that's big, too. That's big, too. You know, we started talking about Trevor and the job he did. Uh, you know, picking uh, Brady Del Delmont's uh, uh, pocket is not easy. And, and, but, but Trevor, that's, that's kind of one of his strong points. And, and even though he was struggling offensively, at times, he still was he still was was doing what he could, defensive end and such, and and uh, you know you just gotta like I tell him it's a battle, it's a battle, and, and you know I saw a little clip, uh, late great Paul Baronic said there's not a lot of you don't win in style points down here, and uh, and, and that's why I kept on told, telling him you know you just you just gotta win, you just gotta you gotta do what you gotta do even though it's ugly or pretty or whatever you just got to do it i believe uh, we'll let coach giffen go after this because we do have to look at tomorrow it may have been the the moment after you lost last year and it might have been the same day might have been in the post game somebody said we're going to be c2 we're going to be in the same district as saint cecilia well you're c2 you weren't the same district but people have been talking about it since it's a leap year for 366 days and it's going to be here tomorrow i'm not sure coach asher as he watched that first half was completely uh, sure exactly how good the offenses were of the last two teams. Give me your perspective on tomorrow's game. Well, you know, I, th I look for it to be a dogfight. You, know, you, you don't have to say any more about Hastings St. Cecilia you know, defending uh, C2 champions and, and how they went about business and, and uh, just an outstanding team. And, and uh, it's something our kids have looked at. They played against them in youth ball, I've been told, and, and uh, such. And and now we take it to a bigger stage, I think it'll just be a heck of a ball game. Is there anything, I mean, they're, they're, they've got some height that's a little more balanced height than what Ainsworth has. 
can that game today prepare you for tomorrow, or how do you, how do you, I guess, approach that? Well, you know, we're going to be who we are. You, you don't. Change. You've been pretty good at doing that. You too. don't change, and, and we're not going to you know, gain a gain a six foot six guy. Uh, but uh, you know, there's some things that we need to do, and, and uh, we can't get beat on the boards. They're pretty darn good on the offensive boards, you know, and, and so that's got to be a big big thing is not let them have second chance points and 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 uh, the rest of the game just being who we are you know we've got to attack and and we've got to be on the offense we can't be so worried about what they're doing and, and uh, that we forget about what we can do uh, well let's get some rest coach uh, thank god it's not at nine in the morning so uh, <laughs> yeah we'll see you tomorrow night at seven <laughs> yeah. o'clock congratulations Thanks, great Thanks, win Doug. that's bill giffen head coach of the amherst broncos they win it today 81 to 78 over Ainsworth, one of the greatest games ever down here. And uh, it will fall just short of uh, state tournament records, the 171 total points in a C1 game. So it's 159. And the 80 points in that game that Homer scored the most that any losing team has ever scored at the state tournament. So uh, the name of Ainsworth will not be in the books for that. They come up a bucket short with uh, 80. But... Uh, 78, I'll tell you what, there's not a lot of teams that have uh, scored that many points and lost. Uh, 89 by Northeast and A, 80 by Aurora and Homer, 82 by Ashland Greenwood and C1, and Prague in 80 in uh, D2, and 77 by Culbertson in D1 are the most points ever scored in a losing effort. What an outstanding basketball game. We have the stats to look at. We'll do it next. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Be prepared for future medical expenses with a Nebraska Land National Bank health savings account. Our health savings account offers competitive interest rates and can be tax deductible. We want to help you prepare for future unforeseen expenses. Stop into our Kearney branch and speak with a personal banker today. Distributions are tax-free if used for qualified medical expenses. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. And welcome back. This is the New West Post Game Show. Let's take a look at the final numbers of the game. And again, 
neither team overly deep. Neither team was able to run nine, ten kids out there. But everybody that got in did something. Uh, Ainsworth, Peyton Allen, 8.7 rebounds. Austin Harthorn, 6.5 rebounds. Matt Kovar, two points and a rebound. Jaden Philbin had a couple of threes, six points, one rebound. Brady Delamont ends up being the leading scorer today for the Bulldogs. 21 points, four rebounds, three threes, 320 total for his career. That's an all-class state record. Luke McLeod, 19 points, eight rebounds, two blocks. Ben Allen, 16 points, nine rebounds. 19 rebounds unofficially in the first half, 16 in the second half. Free throw shooting, four of five in the first half, five of ten in the second half, including, as Coach mentioned, Delamont missing the front end of both of those one-and-ones in the last minute. Three-point shooting, it actually ends out really even. Four of 13 in the first half for Ainsworth, six of 13 in the second half. As far as the turnovers, ten in the first half and seven in the second half. Ainsworth in the basketball game ends up with 42 points in the first half, 46 in the second half, 78 points, 35 rebounds, 9 out of 15 at the free throw line, 9 out of 26 from three-point land, and I'll just tell you now, Amherst was 9 out of 27. Uh, Block shots, 2 in the game, and Ainsworth had 17 turnovers, but Ainsworth drops their final 2 and 3 of their final 4 of the season, and they finish the season with a record of 17 and seven, but it would sure be cool to see them stick around, and I don't know who they could play tomorrow, but uh, another game like this, it's worth the price of admission. For Amherst, Trevor Adelung today finishes with 16 points, two rebounds. Holden Eckout had a game-high 25 points, 19 of those in the first half, seven rebounds and one block shot. Trey Tavenheim, 11 points, three rebounds. Braden Eckout had 13 in the fourth quarter, Ended up with 22 points, three rebounds. Peyton Call, two points, three rebounds. Ty Hadwiger, five points, four rebounds, and two block shot. Eight rebounds in the first half, 14 in the second half, and as Amherst did get dominated on the boards. Free throw shooting, three of five in the first half, seven of nine in the second half. Three-point shooting, three of 13 in the first half, six of 14 in the second half. Turnovers, I had two in each half for Amherst. 38 points at halftime. 43 in the second half, 81 points. Again, that's only four points over their season average. 81 points, 22 rebounds, 10 out of 14 at the free throw line, 9 of 27 from three-point land, three blocks, and four turnovers. Amherst stays perfect in their closest game of the year over Ainsworth, 81-78. to And we'll wrap it up right after this on the New West postgame show. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to past events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news, covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? 
Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Time now for our USERA Care Moment of the Game, brought to you by the special people at USERA Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter, with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call USERA Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. There was too many to choose from, but there was a melee that will be overlooked in the last two minutes of this basketball game, and I can't even piece it together for you. All I can tell you is that Trey Tobenheim picked up a loose ball and laid it up and in. After it appeared there was a steal, a foul, a miss, the ball ends up. It looked like Ainsworth was going to get the basketball. It looked like Amherst had been fouled. Ainsworth gets the rebound. It's poked away, uh, and, and Tobenheim picks it up and scores the bucket to end up tying the game. Remember, this was 68-60 uh, or 67-60 at one point in favor of Ainsworth before Amherst went on the 7-8-0 or run to tie the basketball game and then end up winning it by a score of 81-78. to So if you're driving home, I want to catch you up. Don't forget, Nebraska men's basketball tonight against Wisconsin will be heard on the Breeze 94.5 and also 1230 KHAS. It's also on the Big Ten Network. And we couldn't get Kennesaw or Axtell through today. Am, uh, Giltner was a decided underdog. They lost, uh, but uh, Amherst, Adams Central, and St. Cecilia were all winners. And here is where we are right now at the State High School Basketball Tournament. In Class A, Omaha South defeats Millard West 64-36, and Papillion La Vista defeats Lincoln Northeast 44-40. So South and Papillion will play tomorrow night at Pinnacle, and that will be at 7 o'clock. Tonight at Pinnacle, Creighton Prep at Omaha Central at 7, Fremont and Norfolk at 845. In Class B, Omaha Scud over Bennington 67-55 and Gretna over York 54-41. They will play tomorrow at Pinnacle at 2. Remember, their district final went to double overtime in favor of Gretna. Tonight in Class B, opening action at the Sports Center, Scotts Bluff and Platteview at 7, Aurora and Sydney at 845. In C1, Bishop Newman beat Louisville 63-23. They'll play O'Neill, a 49-35 winner over Pierce. That will be at 9 a.m. at Pinnacle in the morning. Adam Central getting the first win in the history of the program at the state tournament over North Bend, 53-43. And it was Columbus Scotus over Gothenburg, 58-39 as they held to Gothenburg because it was tied at 24 at the half, held them to 15 points. So Adam Central will take on Columbus Scotus tomorrow on the Breeze 94.5 FM at 1045 at Pinnacle Bank. Adam Central beat Scotus in the Heartland Hoops Classic. In C2, Hastings St. Cecilia over Battle Creek, 48-36. to Amherst, 81. Ainsworth, 78. So St. Cecilia and Amherst at the Sports Center tomorrow night at 7 here on Classic Hits and 1230 KHAS. Still to come today in C2, Southern Valley and Elmwood Murdoch here at Lincoln Northeast at 7. And because of the crowd that's anticipated, because, folks, you can just shoehorn an ant in here for that Amherst game and Ainsworth. Winnebago and West Holt will play at Lincoln Southeast at 845. In D1, it was Walt Hill over Axtell, 75-56. They'll play Bruning Davenport Shickley, a 52-35 winner over Archbishop Bergen. That's the 9 a.m. game tomorrow, Walt Hill and BDS at the Sports Center. High Plains will take on Nebraska City Lords at 1045 after Lords holds on to beat Kennesaw today by a score of 62 
52-56. Great game, but Kennesaw comes up short. And in D2, Meade beat Giltner 66-35. They'll play Parkview Christian, a team they beat in the regular season by 13. That's tomorrow at the Sports Center at 2. Parkview Christian beat Anselmo Myrna by a score of 63-39, to although they were only up two at the half. And finally at Lincoln East tonight at 7, Riverside will play Why Not? And at 8.45, Humphrey St. Francis will play Crawford. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Folks have been doing this since 1987. This is one of the greatest basketball games I've ever seen. And Amherst is able to hold off, come back, and beat Ainsworth 81-78. to We will see you tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. For our producer-engineer, Caleb Henry, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for listening, everyone. The proceeding has been a KKPR Sports production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.